Okay. All right. We're back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival for the second time. Uh, <laughs> it's so nice we had to do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize. We I royally messed this uh, up. But that being said, we're back at it. This time we are recording like we're supposed to be. And we have a special guest. So I am your host, Sasquatch. And joining me as usual is the man... The myth, the legend, Yeti. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get through it. Uh, and joining us today is Mr. Gus. How you doing, Mr. Gus? I am doing, I am doing great, guys. How y'all doing? Good, good. So, we got Mr. Gus up here. We first want to say that uh, uh, you have been a, a huge fan. I mean, a huge fan. Lord have mercy. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, I am. What? <laughs> you, you, you have been a huge blessing to us as yes, a fan is what absolutely. i was trying to say um you you give good feedback and you i mean he he uh you and your sister hooked us up with a banner that we are, are looking at flying on uh at the fight laugh Fe- fight laugh feast conference and so well, that's a mouthful yeah yeah <laughs> and so we just wanted to have you on and and we were having a discussion in the uh in the cave and speaking of mouthfuls, yeah, <laughs> Bigfoot pack cave. I, I was like, I'm just gonna call it the cave. <laughs> and uh, and you had brought up an interesting uh, point of view, and I said instead of just uh, you know having a a thing on online, let's let's get it uh, in studio and actually talk about it. So, there Mr. Gus, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, if you introduce yourself right quick, we'll get started. Hey, y'all guys doing? I'm Gus, and uh, being a dad with kids, I got to do my dad joke. So we are going to Sasquatch this podcast, whether y'all Yeti or not. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's the second time we've heard it, and we still laugh. It's still good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, there again, we were we were wanted to have a conversation in which uh, basically uh, we said that. Everything that you do should be to the glory of God. And if you're doing something that's not to the glory of God, then is it sin? Mr. Gus uh, said no uh, and gave a gave an example. And his example was that if you've had a long day and you wanted to go do some fishing and relaxing and you weren't just totally mind on Christ, that's not sinful. And so am I representing that well, Mr. Gus? Uh, yes, sir. That's pretty much word for word. Okay. So, uh, it, do you, do you want to go ahead and uh, where are you coming from on this, and then we'll 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 jump in. Okay, like I said the last time, what I did is I looked up the definition of sin, and as a Christian, I'm going to put it this way: it is knowingly commit an act that goes against the um. Oh, I forgot the word. The the spirit of God, of 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 the law. Yeah. Mm. So of the law of God. So basically, for a redneck guy, it's like you know you ain't supposed to do it, and you do it anyway. Yeah. So, um, and that's where I went off on where I come up with saying uh, that it's not a sin. So, um, I mean, because we have to have time to shut down. And um, 
I use an example of the difference between a glorifying of God and a sin. So let's say you, every, after, every afternoon when you get done, where you have dinner, you have a beer. Now, drinking a beer is not a sin. Now, uh, the abuse of a beer is a sin. But let's say you have a friend that's an alcoholic and who deals with it with it all the time and is trying not to do it. Well, if you go out to dinner with him and you're like, well, I know you're a recovering alcoholic and you do this, but I'm going to have my beer anyway. And that becomes a sin because you are a stumbling block to your friend. Yep. yep. Now, mm-hmm. if you decide, you say, well, I know my friend has this problem, so I'm just going to have a glass of iced tea. And then you are glorifying God by respecting the guy, your friend, mm-hmm. for not drinking in front of him and being a stumbling block. Yep. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We agree with, I agree. I'm pretty sure Yeti does as well oh, yeah. with that whole thing. Yep. So, and, and where we were coming from is in in your doing for the Lord that there are moments when you have to relax. You, you, you know, you, um, we have to rest. You, you see it in the Old Testament, talking about Sabbath. We even see it some in the New Testament. And so if you go to relax and you're not uh, obviously sinning, so you're not going and getting drunk, you're not... Uh, you know, having an affair or something to that nature, and you're just going fishing, then there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing obviously sinful about that. And we can bring glory to God and even those type of things that are relaxing. Now, it's not the same thing as, you know, you're at the convenience store and you have an opportunity to talk to somebody and you get to to talk to them about Christ, but it's this opportunity that you get to kind of recharge your batteries you're enjoying god's nature for one thing when we're talking about fishing we're we're so we're we're admiring what god has created we get the opportunity to uh participate we're told to take dominion over creation so when you're fishing or hunting you're you're taking dominion over uh that you're you're collecting mm-hmm. food um and so there's a lot of good things that that are kind of looked at more as a mundane or or just relaxing that in our minds, we're trying to look at everything as if, okay, does this glorify God or not? And so if right. it's not sin and it and it is a good thing, then we're glorifying God in it. Now, as in most things, you can take that to uh, a, a negative place. So, you know, food is good for you. We enjoy food. God created it for our enjoyment and for our nourishment. But you can also become a glutton and and and. and and eat too much all the time, and 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 that's a sin, um, and, and that that's that's what a lot of things, right? Um, uh, even yep. sex within marriage is a perfectly and wonderful God glorifying thing. Sex outside of marriage, one man, one woman, that's sin, and and it, and it's the same thing with this. You know, we could go and and uh, and abuse God's creation. You know, I could. Uh, just throw my my drink bottles and and that kind of thing off into the river. That that wouldn't be good. Uh, uh, you know, there's ways there's ways to turn it. Uh oh, they coming for us. They finally found the podcast. 
<laughs> Get the guns, boys. That's right. <laughs> that was a fire truck. So. Oh. <laughs> Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, we can bring glory to God in more than just, uh, kind of your standard way of thinking of bringing glory to God. And, and, and if you're not sinning and you're not, you're not doing something to go against God, uh, using, uh, the definition that you, you presented us, um, I, I guess the next question would be, if it's not sinning and you're, 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 does that make it God glorifying? So in other words, if it's not sinning, is it God glorifying? Hmm. Well, okay. There's another way that I, I was telling you that you glorify God in the way you dress. Yes, sir. I mean, do you dress light? Do you, I mean, you don't dress, uh, provocative. I mean, how do you carry yourself? You can carry yourself. And that glorifies God. The way you treat people is a way that you glorify God. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to look at all that, too. To me, when I'm by myself, I'm listening to gospel music and I'm doing that. So God knows I love him, and God knows that I practice my life for him and do what I do for him. Yeah. So... With him knowing that, to me, that is glorifying God. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. uh, when I'm by myself. So, to me, there's there's two different types of glorifying God. It's a self-glorifying and a public glorifying. So, you want to glorify God in public by the way you carry yourself and the way you act. Yeah. That's very important. And the way people see you. Um, and there's things you can do. Now, I'm fixing to use an example that may get some people a little upset, okay? We know that Jesus was the Son of God, okay? Mm -hmm. But he also was a man as much as he was the Son of God. Yes, so when, when he had his outbreak in the temple, pushing over tables, um, running people out and stuff, do you think the people in the thing, well, well, look at him, he's glorifying God. You know, they're thinking, no, he's a madman. <laughs> but God knew in his heart that what Jesus was doing, he was doing to glorify him. Yeah. He, so, he was upset of the abuse in, that was in the name right. of his father. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, and he it's kind of hard to, to understand what I'm, where I'm going with that. A outlook of glorifying God is more important to glorifying God in the public eye when you're, instead of glorifying God, uh, I mean, not more important than glorifying God when you're by yourself, but you still glorify God. Because yeah. when you're when you're doing it out, you are representing God. So you got to decide: Am I what people want to see in God? Because growing up, my whole life, I've always been told: Sometimes you're the only Bible people will read. So carry yourself to 
to show that. Yeah, yeah. We, if it, that makes sense. It's the it's the whole um, idea of where we are ambassadors for Christ. That's right. So when we when we when people see us out in public, and we have that Christian moniker, uh, we represent Him. Okay. And um, there's other things you can do that glorify God by yourself without other people knowing. By donating to a cause, donating to people giving out Bibles and stuff. Or, mm-hmm. you know, because the Bible tells us that a boastful man prays in public and loud. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and what I call a faithful, uh, glorifying man would pray quietly in the closet. Yep, yep, yep. What is the so, the Pharisees would uh, when they paid their uh, tithe to the temple, they'd sit there and they'd they'd get it basically. Uh, they took their cash and turned it into pennies, basically, a, mm-hmm. in a modern uh, way yeah. of looking at it. So it and make, just clink, yeah, clink, so clink, clink, clink. Yeah. Yeah, and they would dress, they would dress in their finest and always make sure they set up front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we we still have those people today, right? I mean, and, and to the people who who they're they're probably good rule followers. See, that's something yeah. that that's something I can honestly say I am not a good rule follower. And uh, if it was not for Christ, who knows where I'd be? But uh, mm-hmm. because I I'm, I'm just. Somebody tells me to do something that in my mind just immediately goes, uh-uh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> go left. I'm going straight. I'm not even going to go right. <laughs> and, yeah, that's, that, that's your manitude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's just one of those things where there are people out there who who are good rule followers. And... They can sit there and they can they can sit in the pews on Sundays and they can go out there and 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 you know be good citizens so to speak, but God yeah. hasn't really changed their hearts, and so they do all these good things that from the outside look good. Yes. But then when you talk about the inside, the 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 self inside glorification of God. It's not the same thing. It's not there. Yeah. And so that's and something. Think, Go ahead. I'm sorry. And if you think about it, during his time, that was the biggest thing that Jesus faced was the priest, what we call the priest, mm-hmm. and the holy men. That's the biggest thing he faced were the people who followed the law. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Moses said this, so we do this. And Paul, Paul says, look, you know, I was a Pharisee of Pharisees. I graduated mm-hmm. under Gamaliel, or Gamaliel, 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 Gamaliel. And uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, he says, I was a Pharisee. I did this. I did that. I was, I was well known for who I was. And every bit of that was dirty, filthy rags. Every bit of that was dirty, filthy rags. His religiosity was was nothing. And uh once he met Christ, uh he was changed to 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 and, and been preaching through Acts. So one thing that I've seen is just Paul serving God. I mean even even uh when he's about to be shipwrecked in chapter twenty seven, he's sitting there and he says, uh, an angel from the God who I belong 
Mm-hmm. You know, so even even in being shipwrecked, Paul is bringing glory to God because he's saying that that it's not just the God that I worship, or, or which is true. He did worship him. And it's not just, he says, I belong to him. And, and that, that, yeah. that was powerful to me when, I, when we come across that. And uh, uh, I think that goes along with just the, the idea of who Paul before was a rule follower and done a, a really good job. But once he was uh, saved, he even, got, he even got in trouble a lot. But what he did was for the glory of God. Hmm. Well, to, to me, there's two different types of Christians. Uh, uh, you have what I call the mind Christian and the heart Christian. The mind Christian believes that Jesus died on the cross, and that's all they need to get into heaven. And they will get into heaven because they believe that Christ died on the cross. And then you have the heart Christian. The heart Christian is like, Jesus died on the cross, and i got to get out there, and i got to tell people. Yeah. You know, i got to tell this person in line at Home Depot, hey, let me tell you something. Because when they ask me, how are you doing? When people ask me how I am, I have learned and trained myself to say that I am blessed. Yeah. And you get, because... One reason I do that is because no matter what, I could wreck my car, be getting put in an ambulance, and they ask me, well, how are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm blessed because <laughs> I'm blessed. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and you'd be surprised at how just saying that to people will change their attitude. Yeah. You know, uh, because if you're like, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm good, too. All right, see you later. You know? And every time I tell somebody I'm blessed, they smile. Yeah. And it's just, you know, and but I am blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just the way I have to look at it. Well, you can tell that to yourself as well because sometimes it's easy to get caught up in the drudgery of life and down in the dumps. So sometimes you can just tell yourself and say, whenever you're talking to someone, you say, I'm blessed, and you're hearing that. You're taking the time to think that you really are blessed. Because there are a lot of people out there who have it a lot worse than I have. Amen. I mean, I, I may not like my job, going to my job that day, but thank God I have a job to go to. Yeah. You know, I'm blessed with a job. And I've actually been blessed to be with the company for 22 years. I mean, you don't find a lot of people who stay at jobs very long anymore. That's the truth. Nah. Even if, and right now, it's even trying to find people that would actually want to have a job. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but what it all comes back to, what we were talking about, is the glorification of God, and that is a way you have to treat yourself, how you represent yourself, and how you feel about yourself. Because if you are down on yourself all the time, you're a Christian, you're down on yourself, well, well, because I'm a big man, okay, don't get me wrong, well, I'm fat, I'm overweight, I can't find love, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm not glorifying God, you know. You know what? Thank God I'm able to eat and become this way. And then, now I'm not fat because of gluttony. It was some other stuff that I had went through. Yeah. Uh, when I was battling depression, and that was at that time, I was not glorifying God, and I still deal with my depression. But 
I use my depression to glorify with my glorification of God, knowing that, thank God, I woke up today. Yeah. You know? There you go. And, That's right. And thank God that I found these two rednecks in <laughs> the Carolinas that I thought were going to be Christian Bigfoot people, and they're not. <laughs> funny <laughs> well bigfoot people anyway we're, we're still christian i think <laughs> yeah because you know i and that's what got me to y'all because i believe that bigfoot could be real yeah i mean but i believe he's an animal don't get me wrong he ain't the gentle giant of the woods if he's real he'll rip you off he'll rip you in part and stuff but well don't I get me wrong if i run across one in the woods if I run across one in the woods, his head's going on my wall. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Uh, you know, that's just the way I see it. I mean, yeah. I have to glorify God in my actions and yeah. the way I am. So that don't mean that I'm not glorifying God when I'm by myself. Because when you're out in the woods or when you're fishing and you look up and you see that lake and you 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 catch that bass and you're like, thank you Jesus, you know. Yes, mm-hmm. And then you pull it in and you say, God, that's a beautiful fish. Yeah. You know? So I mean, you're still glorifying God, but what I did in that is I took the definition of sin. I may have went too literal with it, but that was just the way I looked at it because you have to me you have to break down what you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Words matter. We've said that before. Words matter. Definitions matter. So Mm -hmm. when you brought that out, I was like, all right, (laughs) you know. Um, And and I think part of, I think we've kind of danced around it and, and, but a major part of what we're talking about is what, what is your, what is your motivation and person, not personality, but motivation and um, just, uh, the word's not coming to my head, but what is your attitude towards this thing, right? What is my? It, it, well, well, in general, when 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 you're talking about people who glorify God and that and, and what they're doing, so I can go fishing and I can glorify God. I can also go fl- fishing and not glorify God. Where is my heart in the issue? What is my motivation? What is my attitude towards this? Uh, you were saying that earlier where you were saying that, um, you know, you can go and you can see, see this, you know, the beautiful lake or, and the, the, the beautiful fish. And, and it's just, thank God. And, and, and yes. when you were talking about, uh, struggling with depression and, and, and waking up and saying, thank God I'm alive. Thank God that I, and bringing glory. Nobody sees that. Mm. Nobody sees that. Nobody knows that that's what you're doing, but yet. Every day, every morning, you're waking up, and you're, and when you say you're blessed, you're you're being sincere about it, right? I mean, I you know I've walked out of convenience stores and and uh, had the girl tell you, well, have a blessed day, and sometimes you wonder, is that are you saying that because we live in the South, or are are you serious? Are you talking about blessed in the way that God has blessed us? And I reckon one of the things going back to what you were saying, you could say, and this would be one of those worldview things is have a blessed day. Mm. Already am, you know, and, and yep. just and just uh, pushing through. I like I like what you were saying about blessing because it's it's one of those things where the worldview is baked in, where, uh, uh, how you doing? I'm blessed. 
thank God, you know, and, and, mm. and most people are just, you know, it, it doesn't hold them up. It doesn't take time, but it also points back to Christ. And so I, I really yeah. do like that. Because, you know, if they want to go more, you know, why are you blessed? Because my God is good. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Uh, now, I was thinking to say something, but you made me forget what I was going to say. I'm sorry. You, you were spitting those words of wisdom. Um, I'm getting old. I got old timers. <laughs> I won't be in rough shape when I am old. I have the, um, I legitimately have ADHD. You know, like that that became popular when I was young. Everybody started getting, um, given the the diagnostics. I didn't ever get in trouble for it because my daddy spanked me a lot. And, uh, oh, yeah. So so I wasn't worried about school. I was worried about coming home. And, uh, but it does. I'll, I'll start to talk to somebody. And like you said, uh, just having conversation, and sometimes you, you get caught up in what they're saying, and completely forget what you going, where you going with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember now. Okay. So I mean, even Jesus told his disciples, "Look, y'all stay here. I'm going up here to be by myself." Yeah. You know, and when he was up there, you know, by himself, he was praying and talking to God. He was glorifying God. That's right. So, I mean, even Jesus needed a break from the crazy. Yeah, yeah. And and that's just what you have to do. I mean, that's about the going fishing, is you've got to have a break from the crazy. Yep. Mm. Yep. And if you let if you let the crazy get to you, then you become part of the crazy. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. A lot of sense. So, but. Uh, bottom line is to me is the glorification of God is a personal thing that you have to do every day and even when you don't think about it like you were saying when you're fishing you're still glorifying God because people know what type of person you are I mean if that makes sense yeah see people always get on to me I've got my girls aren't Christians and they're atheists, okay? And they're like, they don't believe that anything's going to happen after this world. I say, well, I told them, I said, well, if I'm wrong, when I leave this world, people are going to say, well, you know, Gus, he was a good guy. Yeah. He treated people right, and he was a good man. And I'm leaving behind a legacy. I'm not leaving behind the legacy of uh, Gus. He was a drunk, mean old man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He loved mm-hmm. he loved people, and he did what he could to show his love. That's right. You know, and you leave, even after you, you're dead and gone, you still have a legacy. Yeah. That people will think about. Yeah. So I've been lucky uh, over the last couple of years. My son was the same way. Because he had went to he went to live with his sisters for a while, and it was a it was a struggle for me, you know. And I prayed about it and stuff. And then my son asked me one Sunday. He said one Saturday. He said, "Dad, you want to go to church with me? Or you want to go to church?" And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." So and two years later, my son just got baptized. He just got married. He wow. became a stepfather of two children. 
that he uh, is shown an example. He takes them to church. Uh, they pray at every meal. He's strict with them, but he's not main strict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they love him. They call him dad. Amen. That's, so, that's cool. Now I've got one down and two to go because Amen. both of my girls have, have grandbabies. And I'm scared of what's going to happen. Yeah. So I'm going to try to take my grandbabies to church with me when they get old enough to understand. Yeah, right. You know about what it is. Well, so, and now, um, now because you you know you've opened up like that, I, I mean, we're definitely going to be praying for you, and I'm, I'm assuming about an, another hundred or so others should be praying for you as well. Uh-huh. I, mean, I mean, that that's I, I I appreciate you telling us telling us that, Mister Gus. I mean, and it's a it's a struggle to uh, deal with children who are atheists as a Christian. Yeah. Uh, because they want to make they love me and they understand my beliefs, but they're still going to poke fun at me and say stuff to try to bring me, you know, to break me. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't happen. I always try when I go to family get-togethers with my kids. I always try to wear one of my shirts that represent Christ. Yeah. So that I wear my shirt and I'm displaying to them how I feel. Yeah. You know, so, and I have, I actually have, I think Yeti, I sent you the picture, is as a Bigfoot enthusiast, I had a sticker made. Yeah. Of a a Bigfoot (laughs) on his knee at a cross. And it says, every knee will bow. Amen. Even Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that so, is good. I mean, what a statement. The, the, the Bible says that even if man don't glorify God, the rocks will. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, and, and the, the animals will. I mean, when Jesus was born, the animals in the stable showed reverence. You know? I feel like that. They didn't sit there and hee-haw and nag and do all that stuff that normal animals do. Even the animals... Don't go in there and just nip at him. (laughs) The animals understood what they were in front of, I believe, anyway. Yeah. And the one thing that scares me about the Bigfoot is they may be the beast that they talk about in Revelations that's going to come after us. Now you just blew my yeah. mind, Mr. Gus. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I'm over here going, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. huh? <laughs> uh, so I, I don't. Th- I know you said you had to get off of here soon, so I don't want to hold you up too much. But we're gonna have to talk about that. That that's interesting. <laughs> um, what what? Uh, let me let me see here. Um, you, do you have anything else to say? Do you want? Do you mind if we go ahead and jump off? And uh, I know you had to be gone by four, so yeah. Well. Like I said, this is my opinion, and people should listen to listen to what I have to say, but think about what they believe and get into it and study, and just think about the way you present yourself in front of other people. That's right. Mm-hmm. Are you glorifying God in front of other people? Is God looking down on you and saying, "There you go, my boy," or is He saying? What in the world? <laughs> you know. So, but uh, gentlemen, 
I've enjoyed it. Like I said, I've got a meeting I've got to go to. Uh, God bless you. Y'all have a wonderful day. And just know that you have people out here that's got you back. And I hope y'all just grow so big that uh, that I'll be just a footnote in all the people y'all have. So. <laughs> well, we appreciate it, Mr. Gustin. You've been a big blessing to us. So. Absolutely. We appreciate every bit of the encouragement, man. All right. Well, all right. it was nice talking to you, and we'll 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 uh, stay in contact on uh, on Facebook. Messenger. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Because I'm gonna. I want to try to help y'all when y'all head out. Okay. Uh, for your thing, uh, try to send y'all maybe something to help y'all with gas or something like that. Well, we we appreciate it. We really do. That that. Anytime somebody does that, man, it's like, oh, oh, we don't deserve it. We really don't. It's humbling. <laughs> we just for some sure. rednecks yeah. who found out how to use a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, kinda. Yeah, but you're rednecks yeah. that are putting God out there to some people who may not. Yes, yeah, sir. Well, we appreciate it. We really do. Thank you, Mr. Gus. Uh, stay strong and God bless. Yes, sir. You too, brother. I'm I'm out. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good, guys. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad we did that. Look, if you want to contact us or get up with us, if you want your opportunity to come on the show. No guarantees. No guarantees. We may not like you as much as we do, Mr. Gus. Depends <laughs> on how crazy you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see here. Oh, here we go. Yeti? Yes, sir. How can these fine people find us on the interwebs? The same way they always do, man, by going to www.bigfootrevival.com. Hit us up over there. Check out this podcast as well as all of our other ones, as well as some good old-fashioned blogs. Old-fashioned blogs. Old I know what I said. <laughs> also, speaking of old-fashioned, you can click on all of our links to our social medias, including Facebook, which oh, is where... I'm, I'm going to oh, come on. I'm going to have to pause the music just... The, uh, do you miss having the days of drinking lemonade on the porch and reading <laughs> blogs? <laughs> well, welcome to Bigfoot Revival. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> I'm sorry. I remember nabs. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Okay. So, all right. So, <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm starting back up. All right. So, yeah. Click on one of them buttons over there to take you to Facebook or any other social medias that you see. And, um, yeah, you can also hit us up on our email. That's uh, bigfootrevival at gmail.com. Did you mention www.bigfootrevival.com? I mentioned that first. Okay. That's because you what we like to call the man. <laughs> not Charles. Uh, anyways, remember, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of love, power, and sound judgment. Hey, Eddie, guess what? We out. Deuces! <laughs> I had to rush it so we could finish. Later, y'all. <laughs>